0: This is Raphael, uh, we're about to start this uh, new podcast, actually we never had a podcast to begin with, but we're going to call it The Gentleman's Podcast, uh, where we talk about news about gaming, movies, music, if you guys are interested in that kind of thing as well. Um, and I'll be your host, uh, Raphael, I guess, so let's get started. I'm accompanied here with uh, Macaulay, uh, aka Mr. Deregulation, say hello.
1: What is up, guys?
0: And I'm company also with Comandex for Seven, aka Dimitri. Vice versa, I guess. Say hello. Greetings. So, um, our first uh, thing here we're gonna talk about is PlayStation and their bullshit about uh, unlocking the seventh core. Does that make any sense? Nope. Or is this some kind of sorcery? It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what what they say is that. Okay, so
2: wait, what do they mean by the seventh core, though?
0: Well, because it's 8-cores, right? It's two Jaguar processors, both 4-cores. Exactly. Very...
2: exactly. They have 8-cores. How do you allow it? Jaguar. The only thing I know
1: is Jaguar is either a car or an actual animal. So there's a processor now. Give me the a man. Oh, well, it's
0: Well, it's an AMD. It's an AMD-based uh, uh, APU. So if you guys don't know what APU is, it's an accelerated processing unit. So it has integrated graphics on top of having a processor as well. Uh, and I think that the PlayStation with well, the Sony guys will in their system, the PS4, they have two Jaguar processors and they both have four core. And I think they clocked at 1.6 gigahertz. Yeah, 1.6 gigahertz uh, each uh, system. So of course, there's a total of eight cores. And they said that the last two cores, like for the seventh and eight core were basically put aside for uh, background processes. So for example, just running the UI the share features the whatnots and then you'd be left with uh six cores to run the game I'm guessing. Um and a little thing that they say it also as well on the side is that like it was used to it was used for developers so to test out like uh the hardware before they optimize the game come out on the consoles, I guess you could say. Uh it's 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 kind of a weird thing to do. Like of course it makes the console last way longer but uh it's, it's, it's redundant. Sooner or later, they're not even powerful. They're not powerful enough, of course. Uh, what's your guys' thoughts about this? Like, Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, um, well, I, I think definitely your point. It <laughs> will eventually. obviously, everything will get outdated. Um, it's probably outdated already when it will come out. Um, something better will already be in existence.
2: Either it's something right now
1: is probably already better, Commander. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I don't. I don't really have enough information to form an opinion.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of like the PS3 thing. What they had going there is that uh, on, on release, they they just released the console and they were like, "This is the hardware we got." Developers go nuts, you know. Um, of course, it was a pain to develop for that because they had the whole like different architecture and whatnot. While the 360, the sixty had a um, uh, the eight, eight I say 86x. Uh, uh, platform per se so it's a lot easier it's kind of like developing pc games but uh with a little bit less specs um but over time as the software improved like kind of like battlefield 3 uh they were able to push more power out of the console so kind of like what they're about to do right now with uh like well th- they're still in its infancy like the console just out came out like what, two years now and um games are coming out they look great uh could be better pc masteries (laughs) but of course there's room for improvement of course it's not the best hardware out there um like the shield is outrageous right now it does 4k um which is in-house without the whole streaming thing business um
1: i i think with the whole thing now um developers everyone is literally complaining day one patches are getting bigger and bigger um oh, oh yeah. uh, without, without a doubt like everyone says on oh, pc master race but obviously yes oh okay pc have ter- certain advantages that other ones mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. um but then it seems way far far more that the day one patches for pc obviously because there's a lot more stuff in the pc sort of stuff and, if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah
0: like like you buy a console i remember the 360 days of course there'd be like a like some games did have a day one patch but now almost every game you buy on console has a day one patch like literally like day one patches shouldn't
2: exist though
0: they shouldn't exist yeah when you release the game out to the public you're expecting the game to work on the first day yeah like yeah. i wouldn't mind
2: shouldn't it pushed back release a broken game only to fix it on day one yeah, yeah never no, i'd hurt. say
1: if needs be push it back a day push it back a week if you already have that their stuff ready, or you're working on it, if you're able to work on it within one day of it coming out, you knew that there was issues before it it was released.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I I understand that. Okay, maybe they sell they sent out the hard copies to the companies because uh, they just had to have that, and then and then of course like w- of course they have to wait till the shipment gets to the store and then distribute it on a day one like release date, right? But 360 never had that issue. When a game came out in three sixty or PlayStation 3, there wouldn't be a first day update. Like literally, like there would be no first day update unless it's just uncompressing the files. To my understanding, till this day, when you plug in the three sixty game, you're still playing the game on the spot, Never have to worry about. But when it comes to you have to wait, like literally, you waited till uh twelve or like one AM in the morning just to go get a game you wait you wait in line to get the game in, and then when you get home you plug it in and then you have to wait uh like like another hour and a half or two hours or three hours because of the seven gig patch that I had to go through as well um that's just sort of the
1: just, it's just it's just a kick in the nuts a, frankly to the fans that's what it is Yeah, um, but i suppose people might say um you know like um certainly in the beta test and obviously more, nearly all games I go through beta tests and like get giving it out open to the whole public. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for example, Star Wars. Now I I tell you, um, all three of us actually played Star Wars, didn't we? All together at one stage. Yeah, yeah now, the beta, yeah. How, how many actual like um users of that there actually give back feedback to True. the developers? Because I know, oh, we're we're beta testing. Uh, we're supposed to point out flaws, but like, if I find any flaw, I just couldn't be bothered. And I know that's really bad of me, but mm. I suppose on behalf of the gamers, it's sort of like maybe some people's fault that they didn't point out things because we're just lazy. We just thought, oh, someone else will do it. Yeah. And I thought so maybe that there's maybe one of the reasons why they have to do these here. But then again, like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, when it comes to, like, beta tasting, per se, like, of course, the developer is looking for any bugs or the, the servers. It's mostly, like, server issues. But there's kind of, like, a two types of uh, beta players. I guess if you enter into a beta, there's there's people who actually look for feedback. And then, like, of course, in the Battlefront, there's the people who are looking for the feedback. And then there's the people who who are just playing it to see if it's going to be worth the 70 bucks. Like it's I think it's it's 70 bucks here in uh in yeah, Canada. Yeah. I don't know how much it is there in England, but uh it is it like it's those two kind of players as well. And of course, we're kind of relying on the people who actually get back the feedback as to if the game can actually run or not. Then we have issues, then we're getting into another like it's 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 like a it's like a fight I guess you could say. But of course, if you're going to release a beta literally like 3 months or a month before the game actually comes out at least take the time to don't ship out your copies like your hard copies to the comp- to the like Best Buy or the EB Games or whatnot. don't send them out until that's all fixed up because the last thing i want is to just wait literally hours and hours to sit back and like just wait i guess staring at my screen yeah. just waiting for the i, Rain- I can S- say- I,
2: Siege. Just had their beta three days before the game came out. Yeah, the weekend. I yeah, know there's that... no time to fix anything. It's just a demo at that point. Mm-hmm. Like calling it a beta, it doesn't
0: it it doesn't add up. Like developers need to understand this. If you're gonna release a beta, betas used to be test out the game, see the issues, report it, then the developers fix it. But if your developer is releasing a beta, like like you said, Commander uh, Dimitri, um. Three days before the game comes out, like don't call it a beta. That's a demo. That's a demo. And any issues that you can fix, that just causes more. It's just, issues.
1: It's, just a, it's a pre-release. I mean, that's because it's like Minecraft. It's pre-release.
0: That's mm-hmm. all I
1: would call it. And um, they're not a beta implies that they're going to work on it to mm-hmm. improve it before the release. I'd say pre-release now. Um yeah, if, 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 like that,
2: yeah. So it's a demo. Hmm. Oh, true. Yeah
0: yeah all that' segue about Battlefront, okay, it came out last week uh everybody like after the after the beta, nobody talked about the game to my understanding, like anybody that was around me. that game came out so stealth like like there was like i think i think um fallout stole fallout four stole all of the hype from all the other releases that week because the game came out, and I was like, wait, Battlefront is out, and it was the most quietest release I've ever heard in my life. Like what happened there?
1: I, I can't agree with that. and no, um I I work in HMV Vision over here in the UK and everyone pre ordering um like Fallout and stuff like that there. Um literally I think maybe five people in the area pre ordered Star Wars and they're diehard Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Um I I have Star Wars Battlefront. Um fantastic game. Um, the the whole thing now where they don't give you a cur- like a career or story mode. I used yeah. to always like playing through those there like before I started getting into the multiplayer.
0: That's also, yeah. That is dice's fault. They should have. They should have put a campaign That doesn't make any sense. Like, like that. That doesn't make any sense. Like the whole point. Star Wars. Pe- people come into Star Wars because they want to learn more about the universe. Like, it's. Like, in the movies, like, they glimpse over planets that, like, of course, you get to play in one of the the, the maps. I think it was uh, Baku or something like that. Yeah. That blah yeah. In the that movie,
1: It they... came out today, so it did, well, here it said, um, so there was a the free up, or free download for that map today, the Battle of and mm-hmm. um, which is going to give you the insight into the new movie, because um, that there apparently features in it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You've got to release something coming out next week or something. True,
2: true. And that's, also, sorry, that, yeah, that's probably why they cut the campaign out. To release the game before the movie, that was that was kind of their <laughs> like bed. oh we can make more money by doing this,
0: and they're mm. probably gonna make an yeah. DLC. If I if yeah. I know because EA is just it's they're kind of like a shuttle puppet they're just sitting controlling these uh, developers like guys. Dice is a big developer now. Um, I'm guessing they can make their own decisions, but at, at the end of the day, the publisher EA kind of has has to say it's like oh we want money too, so don't release. Really. I'm 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 pretty sure there's a campaign coming yeah pretty sure
1: (laughs) right well just just the disclaimer right i I know it sounds that we're slagging off these people we really do enjoy games we don't like bitching about it but it's just a fact sometimes it doesn't does need to be discussed the fact that these here they're getting away with murder just because they are massive games Mm -hmm. like like let's say like assassin's creed unity massive game really really hyped um, and multiplayer support um, and but however that those breaking glitches um, we still enjoy the franchise by all means, even though some people are actually starting to f- fall off the bandwagon now, just because of the fact they are nearly dragging it out. But we really, really enjoy all the games people make, like Battle, Battlefield, Battlefront Four. Oh and yeah, stuff like, like that. There,
0: they're they're good games. They're good games. The gameplay is fun and all of that. But I think that EA is he's EA is causing this issue because in the Star Wars universe, you kind of want you you wanted to learn more about what the what the worlds were about. You wanted to have a story behind it because, and I think um, episode, it was like uh, episode five or something like that, where they talked about this, like Baku, but they never actually showed a pic, like an image of it. It's nice that they added it into multiplayer, but I felt like that would have been better if it was an actual campaign and you actually get to like see places and like yeah. four maps, what four maps, like that's EA, that's a puppet. That's a puppet right over there.
1: I would say, um, like the, the, the new characters in the new movie, like people like Kylo Ryan, um, mm. I would say they will probably be. I, I'd hate to say, it, I would say, my, uh, maybe not microtransactions, but an update after the movie comes out, maybe, maybe a month or something like that. There after the movie actually comes out, so then people would say, "Oh, look, you can play. Is that there? Why don't we buy this game for Christmas or something like that?" There, mm. um, which will which will probably boost their figures a lot more then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I have to say I'd love to do that. Uh, them to do that there now.
0: Yeah, that's that's like a really cool part right now that is kind of waiting for. It. And uh, episode seven coming out this December.
1: Yeah, is it coming out in a week or two? I
0: think. Yeah, that's. I'm thinking of going to watch it. I don't know.
1: It's. I would say, let's say most places, if you want to go watch it on the release date, you're gonna have to book your tickets, guys. Like, uh, I'll probably gonna end up tomorrow. actually going to book our tickets. Sure I know we have an absolute. Do daywood old well, true, probably, yeah. probably um but apparently, my cinema is tiny compared to commanders and Raphael, so we'll speak to more,
0: but <laughs> <laughs> and is this uh is it, what is, is this this is not force awakening it's force, and, force awakening, right, yeah, the force awakens, the force awakens, okay, yeah, um of course, we're gonna get a return from our favorite actors uh they, I'm guessing they're gonna get cameos like Harrison Ford, uh mark yeah. uh. Mark Hamill. Um, well,
1: yeah. well, so Harrison Ford definitely confirmed. Uh, Carrie Fisher confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the original guy who played Chewbacca, I think, might is might be in it as well. I do not know about C3PO or T D2. I know that D B eight, the little ball thing, which looks really cool by the way. Um, it's in it, which is new. Um, quite a lot of people are actually buying like the we wrote remote control like versions of that D B eight because mm-hmm. of like, the whole gyroscopic um, thing on it, which is pretty cool. After bit, though. No? I'm probably going to
0: buy one. So there's this... It says... Like, I'm looking at the IMD page right now, and it says that Carrie Fisher is going to be Princess Leia again. So I'm guessing it's going to be taking place a little bit after where they've aged a bit, unless they use some kind of CG. But yeah, get-
1: not. They well I read a couple of books obviously after the sixth because uh, 'cause I'm a massive nerd, um, after the um the last, like the number six. Um so obviously Luke and all has kids and then there's a possibility that the chick in it is actually Luke's
2: all the daughter. Yeah.
0: Um uh, Ray, I think one of the characters, I guess. Uh it doesn't say who Ray is. Um I think Ray's a chick.
2: According yeah, to she's... Google, they got C three P O and r two D two. Same. Does it? Alright, sweet. <laughs>
0: So we can to see a little bit of those. I still don't know who played the original characters for those guys, but I think somebody else.
1: Um Anthony Andy Hopkins. Baker.
0: Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I according to the post, I think Daisy uh Ridley, she's a new she's a new actor. She's been she's been hiding. She hasn't had a lot of roles or anything like that, but she's just been laid low. But I feel like her she's she's gonna do a good job. These actors He's here.
1: Yeah, these are gonna just straight up throw them into the the light because obviously, like um, small movies like. Uh, it was Eddie Redmayne from *Lamb of but Now he's thrown into massive movies like *The, um, the Theory of Everything*. So mm-hmm. it's given these new ones the chance. Obviously, like, people give the chance to Harrison Ford, but then the Harrison Ford then had Indiana Jones and stuff like that there back in the day. Mm-hmm. So he had um, a lot, quite a lot of big movies under his belt. But it's like one big movie gives one small person a shot. They're set really.
0: Mm-hmm. And also uh, Oscar Isaac uh he's been quiet like he he did um ex machina uh it's like the ai robot thing as well that's gonna be interesting he's he did a really good job because he, he can i don't know he could play any character he has like like the like a weird hispanic look to it but i think he looks like he's from the middle east he can play literally anything like it's that's gonna be interesting um he did a really good job so i'm guessing it's gonna be a pretty
1: there is a possibility um, that just showed um, one of the fight scenes in the trailer of Kylo Ren with his mask off, and he's sort of got, like, a long, darkish hair. Now, people are thinking, obviously, Anakin had, like, sort of that, their hair number three, mm. but whether it might be Luke, people don't know. Obviously, it's not going to be anyone like George Jar Binks, which mm. would actually be really, really cool if that guy was George Jar Binks under the
0: mask. I'm guessing... Um, but, yeah. And this one, like, if... Uh, I don't know... Mark Hamill, he's playing as Luke Skywalker. I'm guessing there's gonna be two Luke Skywalkers, or maybe they're just the same one. Cause I
1: just the think... same one, I think. And then, but, like, whoever was born the generation after him, mm-hmm. sort of. I see. I
0: see. And then uh, John Boyega, like that was a controversy. Like one of the stormtroopers in uh, the trailer. Actually, the first trailer when they liked it, it's like the it's like a black stormtrooper. What is this all about? Like that was a little bit exciting as well. Uh, to see as well it's it's gonna be different hopefully uh oh and andy uh what's it sarkis i don't know how to say his name he's also star citizen star citizen hype uh that's gonna that's gonna be cool they're about to hit a million uh donations is it is this true or
2: probably this week i'm assuming a million they reached like two days ago
0: so they're they're gonna be like at a hundred million soon, hopefully. Like, like, holy crap! That's that's a lot of money to back. That's literally that's more than a movie budget. That's more than an
2: average ninety nine point five million.
0: They're at ninety nine point five million dollars of uh, it's Tuesday. So Tuesday, December first, twenty fifteen. That is outrageous. Like for a game that hasn't even come out yet. Like the the, the dream that they're selling is quite phenomenal. It's like good job starts. Uh, Chris Roberts, the creator, the the creator, or founder, I guess. Of, uh, the vision say,
2: behind it. All.
0: The vision behind it. Like he's he's he looks he sounds like a good man. I backed like way back. I think a year and a half ago. I backed. Uh. I backed yeah. Two
2: years ago.
0: Yeah, two years. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, two years ago. Then yeah, June of
2: twenty thirteen.
0: Yeah, that was that was where you there was literally nothing. It was just kinda of assets that they were displaying and now they released a PTU uh PTU uh experience, I guess, uh where like you can go out, test out and give feedback as to if the servers are working or not, and you can actually finally fly and some of the ships are in there. You can actually fly um around the universe or the system, I guess you could say, go to those stations and uh, communications, dogfight, why not? all in one, rather than just having this thing where it was just Arena Commander where you could just dogfight people. Mm-hmm. But now it's just nice combined now. So. Plus,
2: that's how an alpha should be. True. Giving feedback, that... fixing bugs. Mm-hmm. Not just that... a glorified devil. Mm-hmm.
0: That is quite a favorite now. Command, Dimitri, you're angry because uh, I got it and you did it. <laughs> it's like he backed before me, but they said the first 20%, I guess, get into the back, but I, he didn't get in. And he's throwing a fit. Soon, hopefully. Soon, <laughs> so
1: yeah, I, I think 10, more 10, people, people, people. Um, from what I've seen, uh, probably it's just because of what I'm following, sort of social media and stuff like that there, Star Citizen, to me, I didn't know a whole pile about it because Commander was actually sending links in another chat. And I was like, all right. I know he I know he hates me for saying this, but I just thought, oh, it's another Elite Dangerous.
0: You did to get that game. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> it's and like then, thirty yeah. bucks.
1: I know, and then I'm just I'm just thinking like Commander then show me a cool thing of then you have to get rescued. I was thought, like, it's nice that it's, there's a whole lot I know when like Elite Dangerous you can go mining and trading and stuff like that. There. It's nice that if you don't have the economy head or the the dog fight, um uh, keyboard jockey skills, and there is something else you can just do and be helpful. Really, oh no!
0: Like the the game, the game. It's literally you go in, you you get into the game, and you can literally do anything you want. You could be a trader, you could be a well, I guess a merchant. That's what they call. It. You could be a dog fighter, you could be a security agent, you could be a transport of like people or whatnot. They have
2: that's... hospital ships too. You can just mm-hmm. rescue. They have search and rescue ships. So yeah,
0: and like See, this... bu- yeah. But it's an economy based on like the users. I saw so how many goods you're actually trading around the system and like how how like the supply and need. They thought of almost everything I was thinking of. Like like and that's just that's just the economy. Like well, can they... you get re-
1: can you get relationships? That's the thing I want to know.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know. I'm guessing you can have communities, right? Like you can actually set up communities and factions. Um I think we me and Commander uh, we created um we created a Ascension security thing. Well, he created the Ascension security and I did Ascension uh, Galactic. Galactic. So he's going to deal with security stuff and I'm going to deal with like the transport of like people and goods, stuff type of thing. Um, I'll put a link in the R- uh, RSS feed there at the bottom, but it's, it's an open world. You do, you do anything you want. And that's kind of the dream that got them to almost a hundred million now, which is, And then look back, that's a lot of money. Uh, And they're saying initial release dates, 2016. That's, that's like, the latest, right? The earliest, I think. The earliest. Yeah, what were you going to say, Commander?
2: Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. Do
1: do you know what actually took me by, by surprise? I was just flicking through Steam yesterday. There was no big, big hype for this like the Steam stuff. So the Steam controller, Steam Link and stuff like that. There they just came out
0: and like People I,
2: I, was anyone actually hyped for it though?
0: No. People hated it. They were like, that's controversy, man. I Where's my D
2: I wouldn't get a like a Steam machine. Yeah. It was like that's not worth it if it's just like, Linux based. There's not that many like, Linux based games out right now.
0: Yeah, and plus like I don't know, like, the hype I knew, I remember, like, a while back, I don't think it was, like, last year, 2015 or something like that, when they, like, they leaked pictures of, like, the control and everything, everybody was like, whoa, oh my god, look at those controllers, amazing looking, wow, like, I and then
2: now... It always looked dumb to me.
0: Really it looked dumb?
2: Yeah, with those two touchpads?
0: True, those touchpads were kind of weird. Yeah, and I, I the, wasn't a big the fan the of it, but backwards. it was the fact that Steam itself on the
1: page didn't hype it up enough, I don't think, or if you know what it meant like they didn't say oh only one week until this here to come out maybe they did maybe i just missed it but i yeah. just, it felt like that the steam itself kept very very quiet about the really
2: quite... much to hype things up though
0: mm-hmm. Where is like first of all uh where is my uh half-life 3 first of all that you gotta get that sorted out before you start releasing controllers uh, uh valves you gotta get your shit together you gotta, get, you gotta get your priorities straight but I remember seeing a picture, it was like a little parody, of, I think it was PC Mastery or something like that, or R Slash Gaming, where it was like the controller, and like in the controller there was like the uh, portal, like the portals, like the red and blue, for left and right, and on the other end it was <laughs> it was like David's nipples. It was like they were playing around with them. I always thought like, it was funny. I, they never took the controller seriously, I'm guessing. Uh, it's a little bit funny here. Um... Uh, just Cause 3 and uh, Thingy came out today. Oh my god, Just Cause 3.
1: So, uh, right, 3. quick question, guys. Which one would you actually rather pick out the two of them?
0: Just what? Cause 3 or
2: Thingy?
1: Just Cause 3 or Rainbow Six Siege, which one would you pick Too buy? Just, just Cause
2: 3. <laughs> it's just outrageous. Yeah. Rainbow Six isn't appealing to me. Uh,
0: is, it,
1: is it not appealing because you haven't seen it's not diverse in the amount of gameplay options? It just yeah, seems true. like it's just like defeat the terrorists, you win or seems they
2: win. A lot like CS:GO, but four times. It's just repetitive.
0: Price. You think four times the price?
2: Well, there's like, no single player to it either, so it's just multi. It's just a multiplayer game. You, that's You're I, not that's, getting that much kind of the for the same price.
0: For for me, the reason why like I'm angry at Battlefront and these guys Siege as well, that's why I'm not buying them like release, releases because. I'm essentially paying right now, games are getting here in Canada, like, our dollars is not doing very well, so it's, like, spending, like, almost 80 bucks for a brand new release, and then once I get into the release, all I have is multiplayer. Yeah. Like, so you're literally so. spending almost a 100 bucks for just a multiplayer, like, a, a, that's, that's an MMO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go around shooting people level up, great, you're done. No story, no something to, like, Build like a, a relation to because you just get in, play, and finish. What as like now, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, we actually got Black Ops that day. Black, uh, Macaulay, thanks for that. You got us Black Ops 3. No problem. Uh, uh at least if it costs that much, you're getting a story, you're getting zombies, you're getting uh, multiplayer, you get so much content. And those, of course, they have that first day release which costs 100 bucks, like well, not 100 bucks, but everything bundled to get 100 bucks but that's a lot of content for like i to my point i'll be like that is totally worth it that's totally worth this 80 bucks or 70 bucks i'm gonna have to pay order to get the game as well this is just going back to the whole campaign situation
1: yeah um i know one game which is probably just pure multiplayer that i'm looking forward to i know people are getting angry it's being pushed back but as, as we were saying earlier i would rather have it pushed back then it come out broken as hell. Not what I was expecting at all. But a bit like Watchdogs. What is the division? Mm-hmm. I really like. Honestly, to be able to jump in the game, play with these two guys here, be fantastic. Jump in with Phil as well, and um, mm-hmm. uh, play on the tablet as well as the we qu- quadrocopter or whatever, and um, spotting things for them. I think that there. Whenever I watched a trailer, like I don't know, two, was it two years ago, one year ago, and um, I was so appealed to, him. and. All the uh, alright they're pushing it back but as I see it they're pushing it back and giving us they're giving themselves time to produce a really really good game hopefully and if they come if it comes out with something absolutely terrible uh, they have essentially no reason to keep on pushing it back mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. That and Ghost Recon Wildlands, those look both solely multiplayer games but they, they do look worth the price of a mm-hmm. full game
0: mm-hmm. um Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, so because just Custer came out, uh, consoles they're suffering right now. They're having the hardest time of their lives because <laughs> the the game the consoles can't handle. They can't just can't handle the game like uh, people getting seventeen frames per second and fifteen minute loading times, which. I don't know if this is true. I got the source Plus, from, uh, it
2: doesn't work with multi.
1: I seen a fantastic picture early on, right? So you you know the whole thing. It's like um, uh, you know Thor only Thor can lift the hammer, uh, but then at the end of the movie, someone else was able to lift it. Yeah,
0: Captain. Was it Captain? No, I, uh, the... I can't remember
1: who it was. Or the <sighs> Vision? Was it the Vision? Yeah, it, was um, yeah. it was. But okay. then I seen this fantastic photo. So it's like PC is uh, some Photoshop shop a PC image on Thor's face and then um, everyone else tries it. So uh, Xbox tries to lift it, uh, Sony tries to lift it, and then the Wii U lifts it. So it's the 1080p, 60fps. So the Wii U has actually something over um, Microsoft and Sony in that way, which I think is fantastic. (laughs) But I think what needs to happen is Nintendo, although it's because of Nintendo, game consoles have got to where they are today. It was them setting the benchmark at the start. I think they should nearly cut their losses a wee bit like Sega. Stop trying to churn out like the, obviously the Sega Dreamcast was the last one that they have, but like the whole Amiibo thing, they're just trying to try and make more money for themselves. Go down the Sega route, uh, stick to only making games like like obviously Sega made Sonic and like the wee small ones like that there. Mm -hmm. Um, And just stick to the games maybe. Um, We greatly appreciate for what they have done to the gaming community. But yeah, that's that's sort of my opinion. What's what do you, what do you guys think?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm getting I, it's a little, it's a lot of mixed messages for me at least. But I don't know. It's, it's okay. I, don't know. I guess it's okay. I guess um in your standpoint, but uh... yeah, I get I get what they're
2: trying to do. They're just trying to appeal to the audience that Xbox and PlayStation don't, which is usually younger children. <laughs> uh, well, they're but... not going to market, make any profit, competing with them. So they're just staying in their own section. So they're just,
1: they're they're just going into sort of like a niche market, and then just trying to appeal to those their kids or the the right. the, the streamers who want to play like the Splatoon or whatever when it first comes out. But um,
0: it's still a f- it, they're still fun games. Like I remember, I remember. uh uh sega all stars it was like sonic he was like the leader it's, it's kind of like a mario Kart but for uh playstation three and uh it was it was really fun like it was a game for kids, but every time um uh, they're great like party my- games mm-hmm they're great party games let that's it like it doesn't matter who you're who you're who you're selling to as long as people are having fun playing it that's kind of what it matters like it might be a kid's game yeah 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 but I still had fun playing it, and I still had p- fun playing with like six other people, just causing havoc and like just the oh I got you oh oh I'll get you this time or that feeling. It's like it's it's a, it's a it's a party game, as Dimitri said. It's a party game. It gets shit done, and that's how that's that's good money. That's where they get most of their money coming from. Like even Rock Band, right? Rock Band, but it came come is it out yet? No, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's, a- it's out. Yeah, um, that's a fun party game. Probably boring playing it by yourself, like. But it's a fun party game. That's another part of that as well. Um. So back to that Just Cause three issue. What just happened? Like seventeen frames per second Xbox One, PS four, is that for reals or is that like some? Have people been recording those issues?
1: Well, I've seen uh, a screenshot of someone, uh, someone's game. And it did look absolutely like it looked like proper like polygons, triangles. Nothing was rendering in properly. Um, so, from what I've seen, that was just a screenshot on Facebook. Someone just complaining, you know?
0: Yeah. For, well, but for
1: obviously, pe- mm-hmm. uh, are we listening to the the vocal um, minority, or are we listening? To, uh, yeah, because quite a lot of people might. Just be enjoying it, just not saying anything. Yeah. And then like, the people who are having problems are just getting the voice, and then that's making other people think, geez, I might not buy that.
0: See, on PC, it's a little bit different than consoles that on on PC everybody has different systems. And of course, when some like these days, games, you can't run a game with four gigs of VRAM. These days, like a big free, open-world game, four gigs of RAM, VRAM, sorry. Um it's it's you can barely run that right now. Like that's kind of an issue of where this, like the new GPUs that are coming out, they're starting to do six gigs, eight gigs, and even twelve gigs with the Titan. And everybody has a different system, so somebody might have an R9 290x, somebody might have a uh, GTX 980, maybe with six gigs. Or it's, it's a, there's a lot of issues there when it comes to performance on PC, where you have to cater to everybody. But on console, uh, 17 frames per second. That's something that should have been fixed before the game even left the uh, developing studio. Let alone the whole fifteen-minute uh, loading time on console. Um, when everybody has the same system and they're all having the same issues, where the game is just taking forever to load and whatnot. I don't know whose fault it is at that point. Like, if it, if if it's Sony guys, the consoles it's not powerful enough, or is it the developer where it's like. They didn't develop the game properly on the console. Maybe their dreams were way ahead of the equipment they had to work with. <laughs> but I don't know. I gotta give it to. I gotta give it to the developers of Jessica's. The game looks beautiful, but you can't really enjoy it if you can't run the game. You know, that's kind of a thing. Like create a vision, but make sure that people can access that vision. You know, or else you're just selling an empty product. That's kind of my topic. Type of thing as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying um obviously there's there's many different arguments bef- before telling them to like pc is obviously not a full release game people are always complaining oh there's problems but would you rather have i'd say a game to play on or keep on waiting or it's, it's, it's up to the individual person i myself If I know if it's going to be more than a year or so, I would rather just play the game and hopefully the bugs aren't too bad, like they see. Um, But if it's going to be something like um, The Division, I would rather it be absolutely perfected because just of how amazing it looks. And Mm -hmm. like, yeah.
0: And now, because it's because they delayed it so much, we're expecting it to be flawless.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah no, um, I know I know that's probably just going to be hopefully we don't overhype it because the biggest game that was definitely overhyped was definitely Watch Dogs and that, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I sold it back the day after because so, I just didn't enjoy it.
0: It's like oh my god look at that beautiful game oh my gosh it's so nice oh look at those graphics oh my gosh and then it comes out and it's, it's it was unacceptable they were selling a completely different dream like compared to what we got
2: I blame was... mostly the community for that one though. They overhyped it. Yeah, overhyped over-hype,
0: I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right now, I don't know if people have been talking about this so far, but um, it was like that game. It's like it takes place in Detroit. Uh, what's it called? It was like Detroit something. It's like a, it's a PS4 release title. It's by Quantic Dream. Quantum uh Quantum Dreams. Um. I don't know, man. I can't think of the moment, man. Let me think of it here. Detroit. Or something Detroit. I think it's just called Detroit.
2: Detroit Become Human.
0: Detroit Become Human, yeah. It's like it's basically it's basically the introduction of like AI systems or uh could you call them? Uh I don't They're know. Androids. They're androids, I guess you call them androids, yeah. But uh I guess they they are androids, my bad. I'm thinking of cyborgs, my bad. But I guess I'll I i do not know. The, the way of storytelling, I love, I love, I love Quantic Dream. I like the way they tell the story. Like if it was like Beyond Two Souls or the paper, the origami killer from um, Heavy Rain. That was, those stories, like, it wasn't the action that got me. It was the story behind the action. It was like, those parts were like, this ridiculously sad where like, the kid runs out in the streets. Like, it's like, what was it? Uh, what was his name? Ethan, I think. Sorry? Jason? Or yeah,
2: Ethan? Jason!
0: Yeah, Jason, like, chasing him. And, like, I thought it would be funny. It was funny because, like, they're chasing him around the mall. And then the kid gets hit by a car. Spoiler alert. If you guys haven't played it, like, come on. It's been how many years now? Like, eight years? Seven years? The game came out. But that part, I was like, it takes you on an emotional roller coaster. Like, you you laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Kid's like, this balloons everywhere. There's a cloud and whatnot. And then he gets hit by a car. And then... It, and then it gets so sad and I think Quantum Dream that's kind of how they rely on because have I any thoughts on this it gets played in Quantum Dream I know Commander over there Dimitri has my copy of Heavy since still two like years you can ago play it like two years I-, I finished the game I lent it to Dimitri to play it, and it still hasn't returned it son of a bitch but <laughs> <laughs> it still has the copy of PS3 I'm still waiting to beat it it's still waiting to beat it? come on it's been like but two PS3 years ps doesn't work Oh gosh, but <laughs> but that game—it's uh, Quantum Dreams. They deliver every time, emotional stories. Uh, every time they release a game, they always win an award somehow. But this Kara—I remember there was like a PS3 demo Kara or something like that, like was announced. Went up. This Seventh Core thing could be used of this. This game looks beautiful, and I'm pretty sure the PS4 can't run that because what I saw on that trailer. Have you guys seen the trailer? Right? You guys seen the? Oh, I have not. You haven't seen it yet? How about you, Macaulay? No, no, no. You haven't seen it. But visually speaking, I was like, there's no way this is running on the PS4 right now. Maybe with that seventh core, <laughs> I don't know how much, one, 1. Uh, 1.6 gigahertz. It's not even 1.6, the like thick combined. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be able to run that. There's way too much stuff going on. Their GPU might be able to handle it. It's like 864 megahertz or something like that. But the processing. They might have some issues because there's so much stuff going on there. But the story behind it looks great, uh, visually speaking. I'm, I doubt it's going to look like that when they release it because these days game developers, they're always downgrading the graphics, uh, especially with uh, Uncharted 4. They, it's like Sony has never done this before until they started doing it. with they did it the first time with... Um, I tried it where like the trailer the announcement trailer was like oh my god it's beautiful and then when the game like gameplay came out and people were like what is this shit like, all right <laughs> that's kind of what i'm worried about now like, they're starting they're starting to roll that path of downgrading the graphics as time passes on and that's kind of what i'm worried about right now yeah yeah um anything else interesting happened this week guys anything interesting here uh we're gonna wrap up pretty soon here for the podcast. It's up for a pro- first podcast. So.
1: I'm just um I actually talking uh, you know, we were talking about earlier about the Star Wars and movies. Um the Batman versus uh, Superman. Superman, was another trailer out right there, um but with, like maybe in the last day or so, which mm-hmm. actually at the end shows Superman taking off Batman's mask.
0: Wait a second, can- wait a second, don't say that, don't say any spoilers because um Dimitri got me into this as well. Don't watch any movie trailers because they re- these days trailers they literally give away every single piece of the movie. Yeah,
1: apart yeah, it's like most movies now <laughs> they have all the good bits in the trailer and then you just yeah watch the thing and you just I, know I all the seen good w- bits.
0: Movie in like over a year.
2: Oh, like
0: right. I was forcing I was forcing Dimitri to watch the Star Wars uh, uh, Awakening trailer, like the the Awakening. Yeah. For yeah, Force Awakens. Sorry, but uh, I was like, okay, good. It's just a sneak preview, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the second trailer came out, and they re- they gave away way too much information. So right now, I'm kind of sticking, staying away from trailers, whatsoever. They give away way too much information. Even, even, even the uh, the Martian. I still haven't watched that movie. Oh yeah, and
2: yeah.
0: The, the trailer, like it's the one with Matt Damon. Uh, I I didn't want to watch the trailers because. I saw, like, five seconds of it, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. I had to stop watching, because they were giving us so much of the story in those five seconds, that I was like, I do not want to watch that trailer. That is... I think they're just trying to sell the hype, I guess, so they can make more money in the theaters. But that's the thing as well. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, for those there...
1: Hmm? They're, they're going to have, like things. Um so they're gonna have the Star Wars movie, they're gonna have the Batman vs Superman, they're gonna have the Marvel, uh, they're gonna have a load of new movies next year. Uh,
0: Marvel's I don't
2: know.
0: New Star Trek movie next year. New Star Trek Uh right now we up, keeps up with the Star Trek stuff, but have they said anything about that yet or what what
2: uh, have they not recently, not much. Not much? I started working on the script a while ago.
0: Oh okay. So they so they're kind of like in the scripting, I guess.
2: Yeah, Scotty, the guy who plays Scotty,
0: is writing the movie. Uh, George Takei. Oh no no no, no sorry, no no that's that's Sulu. Uh, I don't know, but I, I I really other from the main characters it, of Star uh, Trek. He's in Mission Impossible. It's Mission Impossible.
2: Hmm. Scotty, I I don't that's... know his name.
0: It's not from, I don't know, that's, that's like Idiot Abroad. I don't know, it's it's a British guy, those, one of those Idiot Abroad guys. Yeah, the Paul guys, the guy he acted as Paul from, well, the movie Paul. <laughs> him and his uh, other friend, I guess. But that's going to be interesting as well. Star Trek, I love Yeah, Simon
2: Pegg,
0: that too. Simon okay. Pegg, I see, I see. But Star Trek, J.J. Abram did a good refresh. I don't know, I think he did a good refresh. I don't know what other people think. About the refresh with the Star Trek uh, 2009, like, movie trip. I haven't seen them.
2: reset, but, yeah.
0: It's a following, the retelling of sto- uh, of uh, Kurt's story, I guess you could say, right?
2: Yeah, they're okay. Just, if you're a Star Trek fan, it doesn't feel like Star Trek. It feels like a side story.
0: Side oh, story. Uh if it wasn't for Dimitri, Dimitri got me into the whole Star Trek thing. Like I, I used to watch like the next generation stuff when the original series stuff, but I wasn't really fond onto it until um, I started. Well, like I used to see them on TV and on TV, they usually just show them like one episode at a time or whatnot. And you don't, you miss a lot. Like it's all over the place. Like they don't play one episode after the other on TV, but on Netflix, they added that on there. So I started watching that from episode one and this, the, they created the, the next generation. Created an atmosphere that I've. It's the most intelligent atmosphere in a show that I have ever watched, per se. Um, like the stories that the, the characters are developed, the races are developed, the worlds are developed. Like uh, the enemy, it's kind of vague on the enemy right now on the first season, but uh, we're, we know that the Borgs are, but there's also Q as well. The he's like a god, per se. Uh, but that's that's a little bit interesting as well plus it's it creates a, a world and you get lost in that world and that's what I like about the next generation but the 2009 remakes of the start will not remakes but the retellings of the story um that's kind of what made it cool for me i guess as well um the whole just the effects and like jj J. abram good job on like tone it you toned it down in the second movie with the whole lens flare thing but it looked good, like it looked good. The story could have been a little bit better, like with your statistics you should have stayed on par
1: so right i've I've never been like big in Star, on Star Trek, Um, would you recommend it for someone could I watch it, even though I've never watched anything like that? Before? Oh yeah,
0: um oh yeah, you could totally watch it that if you haven't watched any Star Trek episodes or anything like that or any other series, like watch the 2009 that's going to make it cool for you. Like, I guarantee it. If you go watch that and you come and you start watching the other shows or something like that, you get because it's just the scale and the ships, like, they walk around. I don't know. It's just, I love, I love the atmosphere and whatnot. And I think this, I'm more into, I'm dragged into more about the side like the theoretical science thing, like aspects of the show, like the warp drive and like, like alternate universe, like the edge of the universe. I remember like those, like, episodes four of uh, TNG where like, they were doing tests on the on the Enterprise, and they ended up at the edge of the universe, or so like the edge of the galaxy, edge of the universe, I think. And like, go where no man has gone before. Like, cause Data, like, we've gone where no man has gone before. That's kind of what Data said. But that was something that was like, wow. Like, they had they did something that most of these just. They glazed, they glaze over it. Like, they actually tried to explain how they actually got there, per se. And that was kind of really cool about it. That was the thing. Um, but, yeah, that's Star Wars, Star Trek. If you ever mix those two things together, people are going to get angry. But just the whole, like, I know Star Wars, they never really explain, like, how they did some stuff as well. Because it, it came out as a movie, right? It didn't come out as a show why Star Trek came out as a show and kind of had to develop that science behind it. So either or, they're good franchises and it's good on them that they're doing that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, other news, uh, technology-wise, There's a, I don't know. The only thing in technology that I know is that uh, they finished yeah. the first ever uh, fusion reactor, not fission reactor, but fusion reactor, and they're about to turn it on soon. So that's a thing. Any thoughts um, about that? Well,
1: um, well, hopefully, you remember the whole thing during the whole CERN, um, where they're making the particle, where they, oh, yeah. they get the, two, uh, the, the antimatter, or whatever, they hit the two things together. I thought that, remember everyone thought, oh god, if this goes wrong, it's the end of the Earth, and all that there.
0: it's <laughs> it. there. That was just, that was a particle accelerator. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, it's a particle accelerator. So, it's that that's a little bit more as to where it's like, oh, that's cool, like collide particles, see how much energy to release. Cool, 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 cool. But now we're dealing with a full fledged fusion reactor. And, um, if I, my science is rough on this, like I'm I'm, I'm I, I finished my physics a while back, but, um, uh, to my understanding, fusion reactors are the colliding of particles to release energy, right? Or is it the breaking apart of particles the, to release energy?
2: Fusion, they're. It's fusion particles. Fission is breaking apart particles.
0: Okay, so the collision of particles to release energy. That's going to be interesting because that's kind of what's going on with the sun and the uh, like helium and... Uh, what's the other one? What? Well, the other particle in the sun, so... Sorry? <laughs> what? I don't know, like, there's two particles that they collide that the sun uses to release energy. But this could literally mean that we're literally creating a sun like we're able to produce not as much power as the sun but like we're creating something that the sun does naturally and that's kind of cool because it's going to make stuff like warp drives possible because because the thing with warp drive right now is how much energy is required to essentially reach those speeds i feel like but that's going to be interesting uh i don't know Maybe like a black hole might form, and we might all die. We'll just exist, <laughs> create our own demise, I guess you could say. But we'll never know to tr- switch on that machine and see what happens. If it works, if it doesn't work, we're about to find out soon. So if it
1: doesn't work, I'll blame you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing in science, I guess. That's kind of exciting. I'm I'm really excited on that as well. But this is our first uh, podcast, guys. Uh, we kind of try to make this a weekly thing where we talk about the news that's coming up this week. Uh, mostly gaming. We could talk about other stuff as well. Um, we'll give you kind of like a scoop as to what's going on. But uh, We're kind of working right now on our setup. So, of course, audio quality will improve as well. And we're just kind of like, trying it out and see how it goes. Uh, if you guys like this first one here, then we'll keep pushing out more and more as well. But uh, this is Raphael. Dimitri and Macaulay signing out. All
1: right, bye-bye, guys. Thanks very much. Au revoir.
2: Have a good day.